Welcome to the Home Church Podcast. My name's Kenny, and I serve as the lead pastor here at Home Church, and we gather in Maiden, North Carolina. We're so glad you tuned in to today's episode, and we hope that this episode will help encourage you and inspire you as you continue to follow Jesus step by step. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Home Church Podcast. My name is Maddie Phillips, and I serve as the creative director here at Home Church. And on today's episode, we're going to take some time and talk about the heart of this house and really to share some of the vision as to why we decided that right now was a good time to launch this podcast. So I'm here with Pastor Kenny today. Hey, Kenny, how are you doing? What's up, Maddie? How are you? Doing well. Good. Uh, Pastor Kenny is the founding pastor of Home Church, planning it here in the heart of the pandemic in 2020. And here we are almost three years later, thriving, growing, and seeing God do some really, really incredible things. Um, so Kenny, I'm just going to start us off here. Um, why start a podcast? Well, you know, Maddie, there are really, there's a shortage of podcasts out there mm. and not nearly enough content. Mm. I'm kidding. Right. I mean, clearly there's like millions of podcasts. Everybody and their brother's brother's brother has uh, a platform and producing content and things like that. And the the reality is, is that's one of the reasons that we haven't taken a step into this yet is I I wasn't convinced that we needed another podcast out there. Um, But man, as we've been navigating uh, this life and this journey and planting home church and walking and caring for people and leading people, uh, God's made it really clear that there is uh, some things in me and some things in us that um, are supposed to be released into the earth. Uh, and so uh, so here we are, man, we're going to give this thing a run. And uh, I believe God's going to do a really cool work in and through it. Um, the preparation process is fun. The the production piece is fun, but more than that, man, we just pray that um, that God will find this useful and people will find it useful. And so uh, we're going to get after it. And so here we go. I love it. Love to hear it. So we officially launched the podcast last week with what we call a throwback message. Um, and your very first message was called The Watchful Father. And it's really a spin on the story of the prodigal son. Um, and we always talk about it being from the angle of the son and you came at it from the angle of the father himself. Um, so why did you decide to kick off the podcast with that message in particular? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was the only way to start this thing because there's so many pieces of that that I think um, identify and communicate who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because it was the very first message I preached at home church. Now, I still believe to this day it's my favorite message. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best message I've ever <laughs> preached. I hope I haven't hit a pinnacle and, a, and, a, and that's the best it's ever going to be. But um, it communicates so clearly what God planted in my heart when we started this thing. And um, it's just so important to me and to us, and it just screams of who we are, um, that, you know, we, we all are walking our own journey, and many of us have walked it, um, unfortunately, like that prodigal son. And, and it's easy for us to focus on us, but the thing God revealed to me as I studied that, and it's a story we've all heard lots and lots of times, um, was just this beautiful image of the father. Uh, standing, watching, waiting for his son, glimpsing up, uh, constantly on the lookout for the moment that he might would come back home. And, uh, and so, you know, we talk about it as, as being the story of the prodigal son, and that's how most of our Bibles list it. But for me, man, it is, uh, it's about a watchful father, a father who loves his children, 
uh, who is uh, watching and waiting and on the ready for them to come home and ready to run out and greet them and love on them and kill the fatted calf and give them a robe and put the ring on a finger and throw a party um, because what once was dead is now alive and what once was lost is now found. And that's many of our stories, and I think we can connect to the prodigal son, um, but it's to me it's really about a watchful father. And um, that's the heart of this house in, in a lot of ways is, is that. And so I felt like we needed to start with that so that people could hear uh, that message and how it's resonated uh, from the very beginning of this place. Absolutely. I love that. So I know that when we initially started talking about doing the podcast, you shared that there are three things that you felt like that this thing like had to be about. Uh, three things that are true to who you are and to who we are as a church and ultimately what you feel called to share. Uh, so we're going to talk about those things really quickly. Uh, one thing that I really uh, realized about you pretty quickly and that I love about you and our church is authenticity. Uh, you're the real deal. Uh, you're honest and you love to talk about the things that no one else is really talking about or has the gall to say um, in today's society. Uh, so the first value of the Home Church Podcast is to create authentic conversations. So in your words, what's that going to look like? Yeah, I, I it, it is a critical piece for me is authentic conversations. I um, have seen so many folks who are so polished and clean and mm -hmm. can communicate so clearly, but there's nothing real about it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that's honest and direct and forward and authentic about what they're communicating and the conversation that they're having. It's just another conversation that might get some likes, but it's not really meaningful. And so for me, the idea of authenticity and vulnerability, honesty, transparency, uh, those are things that, that I've found in my, in my life and in my leadership. That's what people actually connect to. Uh, that's the thing that people are searching for in a world of fake, in a world of beauty, in a world of pretty, in a world of plastic. Um, people are looking for the real thing. They're looking for authentic things to engage in because in their own heart and in their own, you know, in their own head, they're saying these things. It's just nobody is actually talking about them. And so a lot of that comes from, honestly, my own story. Uh, I grew up in a broken home. Uh, my dad left our family when I was 15 years old. And uh, man, we were kind of left to fend on our own. My mom was awesome, but working a couple of jobs, trying to make ends meet. And, um, and, and so I, I navigated this life and I saw a broken family and I watched what that did to me and the way that I walked in my life and um, had a lot of things that I carried. I carried a lot of anger, a lot of uh, frustration, a lot of resentment. I certainly had met Jesus when I was 13, but had ran away because, um, man, there were these other things that I cared for more in that time of my life. Uh, and it led me down paths that uh, I shouldn't have been walking down. Um, and ultimately, it led me to a place where um, uh, I got involved in a relationship. I got engaged and, um, uh, to my now wife, Katie, but almost uh, wrecked my life and wrecked my marriage before it even began. Um, got involved in a relationship I shouldn't have been involved in. And, um, and then along the way, God helped restore our marriage and uh, then eventually called me into full-time ministry. And, uh, but I carried these things in me, um, people-pleasing. 
this uh, double life that I lived for a while, man. There were secrets that I carried. Um, I, I lived this this place of hurt, but outwardly would make it look pretty and good. And I was always on it. I was always on and um, professional and clean. And, and man, it was just exhausting um, to live that life and to always try to carry and wear a mask and please everyone else and um, to be a different person in every room I walked in. And um, man, as, as God has done a restoring work in my heart, as he's restored my marriage, as he's restored so many things, man, I've just committed that no longer is that going to be true of my life. Um, there aren't going to be secrets. There aren't going to be shadows. There aren't going to be um, things that we can't talk about. There aren't going to be um, places that I am striving to please people. Um, I am very much in a place where I know who I am and I am know where I'm going and I want to be real about that. And I think that there are a lot of people who are stuck in the people pleasing and in the, the places of trying to, um, pridefully cover up who they really are for what they think people want to see and be, uh, and want them to be. And man, I'm just ready to break through that. And I, and I think the way to do that is to, um, present an example of authenticity and to present conversations where real people have real conversations about real stuff that we're all dealing with and uh, that that would give some freedom to people. I love that. And and ultimately, you know, that's kind of the heart behind home church. You know, when you're at home, you're, you're supposed to feel like you have the freedom to let those walls down like you were talking about. And so I really love the culture that we're creating with that. All right, so we're gonna dive into value number two, which goes right alongside of authentic conversations, and that is the freedom to say the quiet things out loud. <laughs> so I totally stole that from the kids these days, right? That's what the <laughs> kids are saying, right, Maddie? Are they? Yeah. Well, you're 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 a generation uh, younger than I am. This is what right. your generation says, right? Sure. Uh, so for me, it's something that. Um, uh, I'm for sure stealing, uh, but it's a little bit of what I talked about, man. I lived a large part of my life uh, carrying secrets and hiding secrets and covering up secrets and just living this double life. And, um, and then when I, when I found the ability to step out of that and to not wear a mask, there was such freedom in it. And in that, in that freedom, I found the ability to, um, to be bold and courageous and to be forward and direct and to talk about the things that no one else would talk about. I, I would, I would kind of bring up a topic around friends or family or other pastors and, and, you know, people kind of like slant their eyes at me and just like, shh, you know, that's, we don't, we don't talk about that part out loud. And, um, and I just, I'm not for that. Um, and I think that there are so many things that people are unwilling to say, unwilling to discuss, unwilling to actually navigate and talk through that so many other people need to hear that, um, there's freedom to be offered. And so I found that freedom, uh, in the ability and the willingness to say the things out loud that no one else wants to say. Um, and I think that's one of the things that we're meant to do here is to say the things out loud that no one else is able or willing to say, to give freedom to people who need to hear it and then need to speak it on their own. That's really good. And that's so important in today's culture too. All right. So finally value number three, we're going to talk about messages that matter. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So, uh, so I pastor a church and we gather in Maiden, North Carolina, small little town. 
and uh, and it's awesome, and we love it here, and God's doing a really cool work here. And um, uh, and the thing is, is that uh, along the podcast, we're going to do multiple things. So uh, the first podcast was a throwback episode, right, where we'll maybe share some old messages. Um, we're going to do some conversations, uh, kind of like this, where we right. just talk about things that are going on. We'll have some discussions uh, where we have guests in to kind of navigate through things that maybe we feel like need to be uh, talked about and maybe a new voice needs to be heard in those things. Um, but we're also going to be sharing what we teach on Sundays at home church. Now, uh, I want to I want to say this, and I don't want to turn anyone away, um, but the messages that we share uh, and that you'll encounter on some of these episodes, um, they are what I'm preaching to home church. And so uh, in that way, they are unique and specific to us, mm-hmm. right? Um, this is what God has for us, the people who live here, the people who gather here, the people who do life together here. Now, in saying that, um, I do believe, and it's one of the reasons that we're going to share it, is that I think they will also be helpful to others. And so um, so it's going to be a mixed bag uh, of episodes of what we share and things like that. But but in that, we want these messages that we think matter to be to be heard and to be shared uh, across the way. And so, uh, you know, for me, I feel like I've got a clear mandate on my life to preach God's word, um, to do that uh, without shame and without compromise. And for me, it's important that I do so in a way that people can understand so that they can uh, understand and employ these things in their lives. And so my hope is that these messages will actually matter to people. I think that they'll matter in our house, um, but I think that they also can matter and, and be helpful to people outside of our house. And so, you know, for me to, to cap all that together, I mean, you know, we're, we're about those three things. That's what this this podcast is going to dive into, man. We're going to be about authentic conversations. We're going to help people find freedom to say the quiet part out loud. And we want to provide messages that that matter. But but for me, Maddie, you know, the thing that I, I want someone to hear today on this episode, and, and this is, you know, just the beginning. We're just getting started. We, you know, this is episode number two. Uh, but I want people to hear the heart of this house. And the heart of this house is also going to be communicated through this platform. Uh, this podcast. And so uh, for me, I, I want people to understand that that this is a place that no matter where you've been, what you've done, uh, where you are on your journey, that you can feel lost. You can feel hurt. Uh, you know, there are people you can feel whatever that you've been feeling. And I believe that most people are looking for something in their life. And I think the thing that most people are looking for is hope. Most people haven't found it. They don't know where to find it. But one of the things that the heart of this house, the heart of this podcast is the the fact that I cannot promise much to people. But one thing I can promise, and it's one thing that we promise uh, on Sundays that we are going to provide, is that we are going to be a house where people can be guaranteed to find and hear about hope. Now, the thing is, is that hope is a really general and relative word to a lot of people. And for us, the heart of this house is that people find the ultimate hope. And for us, it comes from uh, what, what the scriptures say in 1 Peter chapter 1, uh, verse 3 through 5. Let me read this for you, Maddie. Here's Please, what the yeah. word says. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope. A living hope, not a dead hope, a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And that's hopeful, right? So we're giving glory and honor to the Father 
um, because of his great mercy, he's given us something to believe in, something to hope in. And it's his son, Jesus, who died and who was resurrected and lives again. Verse four says, uh, and into an, an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. So there's hope for future. There's hope that our, our Father who loves us also has gifts for us. He has a, an inheritance for us that will never spoil, will never fade away, that we can count on it, we can bank on it. So many people ha- feel like they have no hope, they have no future. And the Word says that because of Jesus, because He's a living hope, not only that, but we have an inheritance that we have hope for our future as well. Um, and, and it goes on in verse 5, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all of this, uh, you greatly rejoice. Mm-hmm. Man, is that not missing in our culture? Absolutely. There's no rejoicing. There's no hope. There's no happiness. There's no, there, there's no joy. But the scripture says that uh, in all of this, we can greatly rejoice. Uh, though now for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. Man, that sounds like us, doesn't it? That's our life. We all deal with difficulty. We deal with losing jobs and losing family members. We deal with sickness and cancer and uh, disappointment, divorce. Uh, we deal with uh, struggles at work and, and relationships that seem to be crumbling. And this, is, this describes our life, and Scripture called it. Called it shot, man. Hey, yo. I don't know if you know, but this thing ain't going to be easy. So this hope that we're talking about is so critical. This joy uh, that, that is to be had in Christ Jesus is so important because this walk is going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But here's how it ends up in verse 7. Uh, These have come so that, uh, the, that, that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire may result in praise, glory, and honor when Christ Jesus is revealed. And so the heart of this house is that we would hold up, uh, hold high, speak clearly, loudly, and proclaim the name of Jesus. And with the hope that the Spirit will reveal him and open eyes of those who are lost and would give hope to people who have no hope. And so in this, man, we, we just want to navigate the struggles and the trials and the difficulties in a real, honest, authentic way. We want to talk about it. We want to, um, we want to dive into it. We want to say the things that need to be said. And we want to share messages that will lead people and encourage people and guide people. Um, and so for me, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for this journey. I'm excited and hopeful uh, for what God is going to do in and through the life of our church, uh, in and through the life of people. Um, and, uh, I, I'm excited to see what comes from this. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, that's the heart of this house. That's the heart of this podcast. And that's what we hope to see come out of this thing. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's really been an honor to sit down with you today, Pastor Kenny, and we're going to wrap things up today. Um, and we just want to talk to you, uh, the person listening to this, um, and let you know that if there is absolutely anything that we can do to serve you or pray for you, uh, there are a couple different ways that you can reach out to us. Um, you can reach out with questions and stories to hello at myhomechurch.cc. You can reach Pastor Kenny directly on Instagram at Kenny Mills, which is spelled K-E-N-N-Y-M-L-Z. 
And you can find Home Church on the web at www.myhomechurch.cc. And all of these links will be right down in the show notes. And we, man, we're excited. This thing is going to take off. It's going to be great. And it's ultimately going to bring glory to the Father, which is what we want above all else. So thanks so much for joining us here today. I'm Maddie Phillips. And for Pastor Kenny, until next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If there's anything that we can do to serve you or come alongside of you in your journey, please reach out. You can reach us at hello at myhomechurch.cc.